0: So John Wilmot, um, welcome to to our podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. No, thank you very much for inviting me. So so John, I know what, what people are really looking forward to hearing you talk about at the Analyst Relations Forum is is about the way in which analyst firms can respond to the changing needs that users have to be able to basically get more out of analyst research in, in, in less time. Um I remember, you know, back back in the back in the days of the dot com boom, which which were a long time ago, and, and feel a long time ago. You know, I was an analyst at Overham, and I could write. You know, extremely long reports. You know, my colleagues and I would would be working on reports that might be four hundred pages long, and we could take half a year to write them. And and clearly, that you know, that just doesn't fit with the, with the with the way mm-hmm. in which people are consuming research today.
1: Yeah, yes.
0: Um I, I'm really keen to, to 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 hear about the way that Nelson Hall's been looking at this because clearly, this is an organisation which has been you know a, a- around during that time is very well known for producing you know very very diligent research having research projects that take months you know having research which is valued you know worldwide by uh, by especially by expert users in the strategic sourcing community and and i've been very excited to hear about the really substantial reworking of the way that you've been conceiving of, of 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 the way you do your research the way that people consume your research so i'm really keen to 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 to, to hear much more about that John, just to start off, I mean, what? how have you identified this opportunity? What, what What do you think the benefits are for clients if analyst firms kind of reshape the way in which they are consuming their research?
1: Okay. I mean, I think, you know, as, as you've said, a lot of the challenge that, that we'd identified is that executives um, don't always want to read 400 pages. Um, we moved probably 10 years ago to put our market analyses into PowerPoint report format. So we, we were, you know, adopting the sort of style used by a, a McKinsey or a PwC. And that is arguably easier to consume um, than Word. But yes, you're right, you know, there are still 80 or 100 slides in there in a typical market analysis. Um, so it, it it it's, you know… Whilst it might be easier to to read than word, it's hard to to work your way through. Um, so we made that change a long time ago. I think what we've probably been slightly slow to realise, but have really realised uh, over the last year or so, is that not every executive, you know, wants to read the eighty pages, or to be honest, on the vendor assessments, you know, wants to read ten or fifteen pages. Now that leaves us with a conundrum, because it's remains highly important to us you know that we're doing independent research of high quality and we need the 15 pages or the 100 pages um, actually to do that so the key question was really how how do you make it much more user-friendly for people to consume that research Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so there's a bunch of things we've done on the new website um, which is now in soft launch we'll move over to fully on it um, in a, in about 10 days time so um, the first thing we've done is pretty basic to encourage people to use our research we typically operate on enterprise licenses now at a simplistic level you know do you actually know within your firm whether, you know, the one guy who owns these licences has actually paid for it with Nelson Hall. (laughs) Um, You know, a fair bit of the time, you actually don't. So the first thing we've done is we put a little box on the site, put your email address in, that will actually tell you which of this information you've got access to. Mm. So pretty simple first step, but it stops you searching around forever, getting increasingly frustrated, and then finding out you don't have access to anything. So we've done that, which will hopefully increase the numbers looking at it. What we've done then is radically transform the journey through it. So previously you did have to read, if you wanted to shortlist three vendors, you probably had to read through 15 pages on 15 vendors and and, and come to your own conclusions from doing that. What we've done now is make things like that shortlisting very much a step through process. So we're still um, a couple of weeks off it, but we're launching a new product which will give a graphical interface um, to the positioning of the users within a particular service line. And we'll make that very friendly um, for the buy side so they can put their own weightings in, they don't have to go with ours, and they can see who looks appropriate for them. So that's given you an easy way of probably within 10-15 minutes Taking a first level cut at who looks most appropriate for me on this. Um, you can then successively drill down. So, for each of the suppliers now, there is a web presented summary. So, the key facts about them, um, the key strengths and weaknesses, the key capabilities are shown in a one, two page summary on, on the web. Um, so, you can go there and say, well, actually, they looked okay on the chart. Does this still make sense? okay it still makes sense but I want to check out a bit of detail on this so the next stage is there's an interactive search facility then um, within that wider profile or that market analysis so you can say actually I want to find out a bit more about the delivery capabilities have they got anything in this location so you can go specifically to that delivery section online look at that and say you know do they don't they? okay Yes, they do. You know, I've now narrowed it down to three or four people that I'm really interested in. Okay, let's go off and read the full 15 pages on those. Mm-hmm. Um, but for you know a bunch of other people, you'll probably have said, maybe they haven't quite got what I need this time round, you know, so I don't need to go to reading the full thing. So what we're looking to do is to really um, you know, help with speed to source it's important to us to, re- to retain that depth and quality of information we just want to get people to it and to ease their journey through it and actually um, save the sourcing managers time in getting to what they need um, so hopefully they can cut a significant amount of executive time and, and and cost out of the front end of sourcing and also, you know, just get that sourcing project done faster than they might have done in the
0: past. Mm-hmm. So, it definitely sounds like it's, 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 it's making it easier and faster for, for managers. Can, can you see other advantages that might arise from, from having this, this more direct access to the more relevant research? Um, yes, I mean, I, I
1: think it, it reinforces some of our traditional virtues as well. So, if you can actually get to the information you want, um, you're more likely to use it. So, we're helping, you know, hoping that does improve the quality of the decision making and helps with de-risking the, the, the sourcing projects as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the challenge has to be, yeah, to make sure that people could easily get to what they wanted,
0: um, so that that happens. And you know what? Of the what do you think the obstacles are to in, in preventing this from happening? I mean, I mean not just for you, but I suppose generally. I mean that there's there's this growing gap, I think, between the kind of research that end users really want to consume and the kind of research which analyst firms are, are producing. And I still think analyst firms are years behind um, understanding. The kind of research that, that end users really want to consume especially people on the buy side but I think even even people on, on the supply side I mean, can you, do, do do you do you have an hypothesis about where that obstacle is coming from or what do you think um, yes I mean I think there's <laughs>
1: um, the 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 difficulty I, I think as we've seen it or, or the obstacle is combining if you like, the quality of of research or the meaning of research um, with the um, visibility, with with being able to find it, you know, uh, concisely uh, uh, and then drill down. Um, I mean, we've stuck, we're still doing um, surveys, you know, where we talk to known people, where we typically do phone interviews so you know we haven't gone down the track of of doing things um like the mass web interviews where you don't know who's on the other end of it and, and filling it in yeah. and that has as an impact on quality um i think you know to do that sort of thing you 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 you've got to have a very controlled group so there's always a trade off i think between the sound bite that's potentially fairly unreliable on the web. And then there's this, you know, sort of uh, large, boring piece of, <laughs> of heavy-duty research, and, you know, that, that's just too much trouble to read. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what we're really trying to do now is, is to bridge that gap. We, we want to keep to the solid research methodologies that, you know, have been around for, for 20 or 30 years. We need, we need solidity at the back end, we just need to improve the front end um, so that we 're presenting it in a way that people can make a judgment in one or two minutes um, rather than three or four hours
0: mm-hmm. and in in terms of that ability to move more m- more quickly through the research I mean are there are there other things that you might be planning to do in the future or are you going to be maybe looking to see how Clients experience this new way of interacting with, with, with your research before you decide on on, on the next steps to take? Um, probably both
1: is, is the simple answer to that. Um, I think that you know there will certainly be fine tuning to do uh, once we put this together. I mean the initial reception we've had from clients is, is, has been very good, um, but clearly we are going to collect feedback um, that will be fine tuning on on, 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 the, on the various tools. Um, so, 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 yes, that will happen. Um, there are other areas. At the moment, we've really talked in terms of uh, making the, the, the vendor assessments and the market analyses easier to consume. Um, I'm not going to say too much because probably our competitors can, can pick up this <laughs> podcast as well. Um, but clearly, there are other aspects to our research. And in a number of the, those other areas, we have additional tools under development right now.
0: Well, John, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. I, I know that there'll be much more that you'll be able to tell the audience at the Analyst Relations Forum, but but I think even even this short conversation really gives us an idea, not just of how Nelson Hall is responding, but also you know how how other firms uh, you know might might be struggling with this challenge that. that that I think every organisation is facing to ensure that research continues to be usable, whilst while while resisting the temptation to reduce the quality of the research, so that more people are able to 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 engage with analyst insight more more quickly and more effectively.
1: Thank you very much, Duncan. I, I look forward to meeting everyone
0: in October. Fantastic. See you then. See you then. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Bye bye.